0: Come on, next stop is Birdies. Let's go and see the Birdies. We were at the garden centre, Mum with me labouring behind Post Cafe and Soft Play. Why didn't you want to play today? Why didn't you play? Just five minutes today and you didn't want to play after that. I wanted to tell her I was 18 months, so couldn't really comprehend the words, sentiment or tone let alone think and explain my own whimsies. But it seemed pointless. So I opted for a series of high-pitched whines as Ma drew nearer, eventually grabbing my arm closer to elbow than hand, tighter than expected. Father was in the Model Y window down, puffing on a pipe. It's jolly quick, this thing, needlessly so. Crazy acceleration, I guess, for the sorts that micromanage their time, maximise their potential. Perhaps St. Peter has an app now and we all arrive with QR codes. None of this was to anyone. He'd probably been at it since he dropped us off and clearly hadn't gone anywhere, but then it wasn't his car if a door is open then it's an opportunity and if it's an actual door you can triple that potential he'd said when he spotted the seemingly abandoned car his luck was impeccable again eye-rollingly so discharging his wiry frame from the seat and sauntering towards us he grabbed my other arm to allow Mar and him to swing me all the way to our austin a-40 a few vehicles up As the true owner appeared from within the rows of shrubbery for sale by the packs of compost at the exit a good day father exclaimed to the universe did you see the birdies i looked over marjorie's shoulder as ma drove us home father reigniting his pipe continuing his exuberant declarations my left ear pressed on marjorie's head imbibing her hum I watched the snaking line of electric cars extending down the hill out the back window, each one frustrated but unable to roar at us, for electricity winds like a listless child, while we spluttered gloriously along the narrow roads as their despotic vanguard until I sunk into her resonance. I engaged in playful pursuits on my back, though on my front it felt more labored. This sufficed until my interests, along with a newfound verticality, shifted toward learning how hard materiality really was. My towering frame, for I towered over my buddies, Mr. Snugglechops, my soft lionesque pig creature sidekick, along with the bugs I pursued and collected both in and outdoors. This towering frame swayed, stomped, but felt as though skipping over carpeted lands, grass, tile all now crumpled into layers of time. Father bent down from his safe space on the sofa. "'Do you worry about conceptual existence?' he asked me, patting my head as I looked up, mulching rusk into paste to later smear in with the grouting and plug sockets." Turning to Ma, he philosophized further. Remember this haphazard path in childhood, when words didn't force meaning into you every moment, when you could look interested and not understand at the same time. And that was okay? My mother looked at him in a way I came to recognize from my own interactions with her as understanding but not interested a look she often carried when confronted with superficial attempts at connectivity she much preferred silently roaming the countryside or suitable townscapes with her friend marjorie together over vast expanses of roads in any weather or season striding along without pause and certainly no falling into anything as desperate as chat The odd knowing look, sure, a pointing finger, a tap on the shoulder. That was more than enough, even too much by their later standards of communication. For as long as I could remember, which was not very long as I recall, Marjorie had lived in the shed situated at the bottom of the garden, on the opposite side to where our garden gate led to the allotments behind. It was more than a shed to the eye a small brick outhouse possibly a former external pantry or washroom but was forever known as that the shed even with marjorie inhabiting pa had done some superficial work to keep it watertight as well as fixing the guttering and adding a lean-to with a basin and toilet the shower a watering can with a rope mechanism enlisting a branch from one of the apple trees cubicle fashion from fencing. Marjorie of the gentle hum, Marjorie with her all-embracing arms, that inaudible laugh driving her infatigable patience. The shed, oh the shed, as much Marjorie as her body, that Dutch door, it was always open in some combination. But surely it couldn't have been, yet yes, I remember every glance out my window before bed sometimes even on waking in the night after too much black currant squash at dinner, the top half a constant rectangle of flickering candlelight. But the inside was a paradise wholly marjories. Yet this paradise I cannot begin to describe, not now, for it wasn't limited to an image. It was colours though, green, so many vegetal, staged in front of others, contained in frames or painted on beams, while amongst the joists and rafters receding to the ridge, colours more luminous than sun and sky, fragmented by rolling clouds, light white gossamer to the thunderous bellowing charcoals. Below, my feet touched on the warmth of earth, witnessing the wash of wind over waves and grass. And all the while that hum, never more than a handful of notes, not all in any sitting or one after the other. Some dropped for months, but sequenced in illimitable ways. Such a reverberation animated everything, extended beyond her home in every direction into the goosebumps on my skin now. The dogs had spent most of the evening in the garden, sniffing, roaming, squatting, sometimes simultaneously, their tummies troubled by the kombucha and kefir combo Ma had tested on them at lunch. I think it's fine. Some banana, too. It's soluble fiber. I turned to the open back door, a gesture to the dog's plight, straightening my neck, clamping my lips shut scowling to bring the whole face into play. The gut biome is another brain, my favourite one, the brain you can fill regularly with culinary delights from all over the world. This, she held the spoon up to my scrunched eyes, is part of your M.O.T. and service, and their stomachs, she pointed to the dogs, are expressing gratitude. I saw father shadowing the dogs with my beach spade in one hand, filling up the sandcastle bucket in the other, a breathy whistle expressing from his loosely pursed lips, misting the air in the cool autumn night.